It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Locked on. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. Make sure you check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how's it going today, sir? Uh, it's going pretty good. We're we're looking into another week of, of potential Cowboys disappointment, I think. Uh, and uh, at least this <laughs> week we're not. playing. Hopefully not. Well, hopefully not. I mean, this week is actually a team that, despite you know, despite our our mass uh, losses in, in the in the field, despite our 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 inadequate inadequacies on offense and defense. We may have found a team that is uh, willing to meet our very low bar at this point this week, and we'll, we'll learn all about this Washington football team. Yeah, we're going to talk about that game in just one second. But, Lana, before we do that, I, I think we need to talk about some potential trade news. I know if you're like me, you love all this reckless speculation about potential <laughs> trades. It's what it's really the reason I started doing this is because I it love is. <laughs> player acquisition and stuff. So, rec- what, reckless speculation or Reckless trades? speculation, yeah, <laughs> okay. and trades. I want to make sure we're clear there. <laughs> one of the same, probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's close enough. Uh, <laughs> so I want to talk about a potential trade. Uh, that has been on the rumor mill on Twitter over the last couple of days, and that is Jets defensive tackle Quinton Williams. Now, if you're a longtime listener of the Locked On Cowboys podcast, you'll know that this is actually not the first time we've brought up a potential trade for Quinton Williams, uh, but there was a new report from Connor Hughes of Bleacher Report that the Jets uh, would consider moving Quinton Williams if they got the right price, and it sounds like that price might be a high second-round pick. 
Well, Landon, I know a certain team in Dallas that could be picking very high in the second round. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this. Would you be in favor of the Cowboys moving, let's say, a second-round pick and change uh, for former Alabama defensive tackle Quinnen Williams? Uh, I would say yes, especially this year. I mean, just be simply because uh, there's so much unknown, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the big things that we're going to be talking about this year when the offseason rolls around is just – the uncertainty around so many of these football players. I think, you know, with a lot of these teams coming back and playing somewhat of a full season, uh, you're getting a little bit more certainty than I think you you thought you were going to get early on when basically every conference uh, uh, short of the SEC canceled. But as the, the uh, conferences started to open up a little bit, we thought that, you know, the next season will look at least somewhat similar. But there's still mm-hmm. a, a high number of very um, – high-value draft picks that are going to be that, that opted out this season. So I guess this is all a way of saying that there's going to be a ton of uncertainty this year, way more than there is uh, normally. And uncertainty is, is, is already very rampant in the, in the NFL draft. So I think that if you could trade a, a second-round pick for something that is a little bit more of a known quantity in Quentin Williams at a position of need, I, 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 I think that's a trade that even more so than in normal years – uh, would be uh, very appetizing to the Cowboys right about now. It just simply because he's young, he's still on his rookie contract, uh, and he's the kind of play, player that can come in and, and make a difference right away, uh, even on a bad team. And most importantly, he fills a need that the Cowboys absolutely need, right? It, they are so weak at defensive tackle. Not only does it help them this season, but also right. beyond, right? Because I think you can play – a Quinn and Williams and a Neville Gallimore together, if needed. You can rotate those guys in. You can rotate Tristan Hill in, assuming he's healthy next year. So I think this is a strong move for, you know, not only the present, but also the future. Because again, a 22-year-old defensive tackle who's just starting to figure it out, you know, just crazy productive in the SEC. He's got size and speed. I'm all for this if the Cowboys have uh, the opportunity. Uh, Before we move off this topic... What's the most that you'd be willing to give up for Quinnen Williams? I mean, I think you're asking me if I take a, if I'd give up a one for him. Um, I, I think a it's one tough. feels expensive considering where that number one pick could land, right? Well, I mean, especially since again, going back to what we just said, your first round pick may be the only one that you feel any kind of certainty on this year. So I think that that. It, it's tough to give up a one. I, I think the two is, is really the sweet spot. It's going to be a good price for the Jets because I think they'll get a lot of buyers. I also think it's important to remember that you can trade future compensatory picks. That is something the NFL has allowed in the last couple of years. The Cowboys are scheduled to get four comp picks this year. It looks like two in the third round, another in the fourth, and maybe one in the fifth. Maybe to sweeten a deal, you say, hey, we'll give you our two and our three, knowing that you're going to have a couple picks coming uh, here you know, in February, March. Give them a two and three. It seems expensive, but this is a, an elite, elite prospect uh, that could be you know, available because of weird circumstances with the Jets 
Uh, you know, a new general manager that didn't draft him would be trading him away. Uh, I think there's going to be a head coach change there in New York eventually. It's uh, a fire coach... sale. It's a fire sale. Well, that's really sale. what I'm trying to say in the, in the nicest way, right? It's a fire sale. And yeah. I think the Jets would be open to to getting a top 40 pick and maybe another top 100 pick. So just want to take a quick break to tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. And it's a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off any order. That's BuiltBar.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to our preview of this Week 7 game between the Cowboys and the Washington football team. And man, if you're not excited for this game, you're not a football <laughs> fan. Uh, no, I, I completely understand why the NFL put this game in on 1 o'clock with 12 other games. So uh, let's start with the Cowboys offense. And Landon, man, there was a big drop-off last week without mm. Dak Prescott. The offensive line uh, struggled, and we knew that would be the case. Uh, but once Zach Martin left the game, once Brandon Knight was compromised, uh, this offensive line just kind of fell to pieces. How in the world do they block this Washington front four of Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan and Montez Sweat? I mean, I don't know that they can. Uh, you know, I think it's it's. I think that they're going to have to avoid doing as much of that as they can. They're going to need to try to find a way to get the ball out quickly. Um, you know, use misdirection. Maybe use uh, run some traps. Use their aggressiveness against them. Uh, because I mean, it's hard not to look at the matchup of what what the Cowboys are lining up this week versus what the Washington Redskins are. are I mean, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Washington Football Team is lining up uh, this week. That's gonna that's gonna be uh, by Thanksgiving. I'll have that down. Uh, yeah, we'll get. But it. I, I think you know once you get the 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 matchup and the and the one on ones out there, and you look at the people that are 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 going against. The guys like Tyler Biotish and going against the guys like Connor McGovern—it's ugly. It's scary, and and I so I think that you're going to have to find a way to use that aggressiveness that they're going to mm-hmm. want to have uh, against them, and 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 try to get the ball out quickly. Try to run plays with extra protection. You know, a lot of the same stuff that we talked about last week. You know, moving pockets, uh, uh, play action, bootleg, uh, get Dalton on the move, get Dalton away uh, from the defensive line, and and just you know, uh, where I really worry is on the edges. Obviously, I I, I think Jonathan mm-hmm. Allen and Deron uh, uh, Payne are, are are fantastic players. I I I hope that our interior three can find a way to block them. Uh, I feel better, obviously, with Zach Martin in there. What's happening on the outside at tackle is is scary right now, and 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 Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and then you know Kerrigan coming off the bench, and 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 Ryan Anderson who is you know pretty nice fourth defensive end or fourth pass rusher. All these guys, you know, I, I think we're, are are going to have a field day. So the Cowboys have got to find a way to 
you know, not attack the middle of that defense, but try to find a way to keep the ball out uh, out of out of the edges because those those players are going to get dominated. Maybe try to lean on Zach Martin to win a couple of these matchups, hopefully with Jonathan Allen and, and Payne inside, and then just get the ball out of Andy Dalton's hands quickly because they're coming quickly, they're coming fast. And the good news is is that the matchups on the outside and the cornerback position, I think that the Cowboys can find a way to win in their routes early, hopefully. And maybe they can make some hay against uh, these cornerbacks before the defensive line gets to Dalton. Yeah, and that was my next question. Where is this Washington attack vulnerable? Um, I'm looking at the linebackers. You know, John Bostic, uh, who's somebody who's bounced around the league a little bit, not the most athletic linebacker in the league. Now, he'll come downhill and he'll hit you, uh, and he's a force in the run game, but I do think he can be exposed a little bit. Where else are you looking for the Cowboys to target this Washington defense? Well, I, there's a lot of familiar faces on here. It, it, you know, Ronald Darby is a guy that Cowboys fans know well from his. Amari stand- really knows him well. Amari yeah. really knows him well in in in, uh, in Philadelphia, um, and so you know, Landon Collins, who uh, used to be uh, an elite safety for the New York Giants, has not quite been that. I would say no. with Washington, he's still um, good though. Yeah, Kendall Fuller is a guy that uh, you know has been uh, around. I think the Cowboys have, have faced him a couple a couple different times. Uh, Fabian Moreau, you know, is, is is another guy that the Cowboys mm-hmm. have you know a lot of familiarity with. So um, I think that the Cowboys know who these guys that they're facing, and like you you've not so subtly hint, hinted at, Ronald Darby is not a guy that has had a lot of success in stopping uh, Amari Cooper, and so. I don't know that any of these guys are really going to be the type to kind of slow down uh, uh, any one of these three receivers. So the Cowboys should be able to make some hay here. Again, it's all going to be about how quickly can they do it and, and can they do it in time to, to, to not get their quarterback killed. Do you feel like this is going to be a bounce back game from Andy Dalton? Because, I, you know, listen, I don't think he played all that well. Uh, on Monday night. Now, I don't think the stats necessarily show, you know, how well he played or how poorly he played because one of the interceptions was uh, just a clear pass interference. He was in trouble all day. That game got kind of, you know, it got ugly quickly. Do you expect him to bounce back here? You know, it's... (laughs) I'm having a hard time picking positive things for the Cowboys because I haven't seen a lot of evidence of it. Um, And, you know, you put Cameron Cameron Irving in here. You know, look, I could spin up a a, a scenario where Cameron Irving comes in and actually provides a stable uh, veteran presence somehow, despite never doing that before in his career. (laughs) And, 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 you know, maybe like... Chiefs fans are just rolling their eyes right now. Yeah, well, I mean, guys, I mean, Chief fans, come on. No, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, you know, I mean, against Chase Young, you know, it's. I think the Cowboys need to find what's going to work for them, and you know, commit to the fact that they may not be able to play the way they want. They need to play the way that they can, and and, and whatever's going to work this week is is what's going to work. Uh, because I, I don't. The, the the good news here is that, and we'll talk about the other side of the ball. I don't think that I don't think, despite the Cow, Cowboys defense being as bad as it is, I mean, I just don't think that the 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 the, the Washington football team is going to score a bunch of points. So if the Cowboys can find some matchups to exploit and 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 just win a couple of these, uh, honestly, one or two deep balls that connects, or one or two big plays that you know Cooper gets loose on a slant up the field. That may be the difference in between winning and losing in this game. 
We're going to talk about that defense in just a second, Landon. But I do want to mention one more offensive player. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott really struggled on Monday night. Uh, it seems like the fumbling issues are becoming a bigger problem now. Uh, are you concerned going forward about the ball security from the Cowboys running back? No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, am I concerned is going to happen some more? Maybe, but I, I don't really believe that that just happens. I, I think that that I think likely that he'll regress to the mean and, and he'll get back to you know I, I think a normal carrying load. Uh, you know, he's not he's not been someone who doesn't ever fumble. I mean, that's not like it's not like he's been. He's completely... just he's had long stretches where he's been really good at not fumbling, yeah. right? Yeah, and I, I think, and I think, and I, and I don't think he's ever had a stretch like this, you know. So mm. I, I anticipate that he'll get, you know, regress back to the mean, and I think that the Cowboys are probably due for a pretty heavy regression back to the mean in turnovers at some point. So we'll see how we'll see if that's this week. I mean, listen, if there's a week for that to happen, we'll uh, take it. You know, welcome, welcome, well, welcome, welcome to the stage, Washington Football Team. All right, let's talk about that Cowboys defense, Landon. And you said this is going to be a game in which Washington may not quite score as many as other <laughs> opponents have against Dallas. Listen, Maybe. we've been saying this all all season long. It can't get any worse, right? Um, uh, I, I mean, stop saying it, Marcus. I mean, all, like, <laughs> I mean they, I think, they've allowed 34 points in five straight games. I mean, it's yeah. gotten pretty bad. Yeah, it's. It, I, I, don't, I really don't know if it could get any worse. And I, I mean, just saying that. I, I, I do think you're cur- we're cursing the team by saying it, but at the same time, <laughs> really, it statistically probably can't get too much worse. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about this Washington offense. They do have some good pieces, right? Like I think yeah. Terry McLaurin, uh, yes. their second year receiver, is outstanding. Now the quarterback play hasn't always helped him out as he's struggled with. Uh, Alex Smith and Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins and I think Case Keenum was there last year so it's just a lot of different names there but Terry McLaurin's really good outside of that there's not a ton of weapons and this Washington offensive line isn't particularly good Uh, their left tackle Shadid Charles has mispracticed over the last two days he's questionable he actually got moved to left guard earlier this week Uh, they've got problems Morgan, Morgan Moses is the right tackle he's fine uh, Brandon Sheriff, I'm not sure if he is playing in this game or not. Uh, but let's let's talk about where the Cowboys have an advantage in this game, and where do you believe they can win on defense? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> I mean that's your answer right there. That's like, that's the answer. We're not, I mean, we're not he, sure. I I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I think that they are similarly bad on offense as the Cowboys are similarly bad on defense. So. Um, you know, I, I think where the Cowboys can win is as on the edges on, at, uh, on the defensive line. I, and listen, they still have two guys who can rush the passer um, and and are very good at it. They, you know, Demarcus Lawrence has not played well. He, I guess he didn't play well last week. Let's say that. No. And um, hopefully, you know, he cleared up whatever he kind of was dealing with during the game. He, I know he's been kind of dealing with the knee issue on and off all season. So. I still think that you know, no matter who they're trotting out there at left tackle, um, he's going to probably struggle with uh, Alden Smith, and and and, Mar- and and Morgan Moses. I I agree is, is a solid right tackle. You know, probably slightly better than average right tackle in the in the NFL. Um, but I, I think that Demarcus Lawrence is you know, I mean, 
there's a there's a pride thing after last week, and I, I mean I, I hate for it to kind of constantly bounce back and forth between uh, a being humiliated and then having a a, a a bounce back pride game, you know. But I I, I, I do think that, that Demarcus Lawrence is going to take this opportunity to feast on whoever they put out against him. I do think that Kyle Allen himself, if he's the quarter, I'm assuming he's the starting quarterback. Uh, he has some athleticism to him, but he's still a young quarterback and he's still going to struggle to maintain the pocket. He'll take some sacks, uh, and I and I like the I like the the opportunities that the uh, guys on the outside will have if uh, they get into a, a position where they have to throw the football a lot. Yeah, there's one other defensive lineman that I want to mention who you, you did not bring up, and that is Randy Gregory, who I, I don't know if you just saw me checking on my phone to make sure, but he is eligible to play. Is he? Because I wasn't he, sure. That, so that, yeah, I thought it was is. next week. No, no, that's why I wanted to, I wanted to double check. He wow. is eligible. Now, now there's, not, uh, there's a chance that he actually isn't active in this game because that's, the Cowboys yeah. are trying to ramp him up to get him ready. Uh, they don't want to overdo it. So, there's a, again, there's a chance that he doesn't play in this game, but he is eligible. Mm. If he plays in this game, what kind Eight of impact sacks, can he minimum. make? minimum. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, uh, sure, why not? Wouldn't uh, that be fun? I mean, if we're throwing out crazy stuff like, uh, you know. The, the Cowboys uh, holding a team under 30 points or something. I mean, anything yeah, crazy I like mean, that. I mean, like, listen, we're, we're already going there, right? So, I mean, I, I guess we could say that if, if, if it's safe for me to say that 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 what's his name is going to be okay at left tackle and protect that I think it's sure. that Randy Gregory has eight sacks. I, yeah. I you know I think it's we've talked about it before. Randy Gregory is a an anomaly, you know, and, and he's a he's a freak he's of a nature. Freak. Yeah, and, and and I think maybe he's not an anomaly because honestly, Alden Smith was was my comparison to uh, except the opposite way. You know, I, I compared Alden Smith to Randy Gregory in the sense that. He's a freak of nature, and I thought that you know he might be able to come back and uh, into the league and, and and do some things. And sure enough, he did. I, I even I didn't anticipate that what, what's been going on, or at least what went on early on in the season with Alden Smith. Um, but I think Randy Gregory is similarly talented. I mean, just you know, athletically prone to play the position, and I think that he can come in and after, I mean, especially if the reports are true, if he looks as good as he has, uh, I think he can come in and, and provide pressure probably right away i don't know if he's coming in and getting a lot of sacks but i don't think it's unrealistic to think he'll get out there and, and make a difference when he's out there yeah i don't think it's unrealistic to think that he could come out and already be better than everson griffin who oh, kind of looks washed you know i mean yeah. or Dorrance armstrong or whoever they throw out there uh, as awesome. that third defensive end um let's talk about the linebackers jalen smith really struggled uh against arizona leighton vanderesh was up and down, and you kind of expected that concerning, considering just how, you know, he hasn't played a lot of football over the last, you know, full calendar year, right? Because he got hurt, uh, you know, after six games last year, only played, what, a quarter against the Rams. Um, how do you expect these Cowboys linebackers to play in this matchup? Better, you know. I mean, I th- I do expect them to play better. Simply, well, I mean, just because of the opponent, you know. I I, d- hey, I don't. Well, and it can't again. It can't get any worse. It really can't. So I I do think that that you know, what you said is right. I think Leighton really struggled, especially tackling. You know, he just mm-hmm. looked like he wasn't uh, in tackling shape or you know ready to right. like not his form wasn't right. He was he was, you know, he's making plays in the sense that he was getting a position to make plays, but but not finishing. So you know, I think that that's 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 where that's where there's some improvement I, I hope to see, you know, and and 
again, I think as far as the the rest of the stuff, a lot of it we're kind of just stuck with for a lot of the rest of the season. I don't want to be a downer on it, but I you know without kind of getting some chance to and maybe 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 the bye week is that chance to kind of reset and like get some more things installed and kind of fine tune some things that that just you know never got done just never got put yeah. in in yeah. the first part of the season and what we call the, the preseason so uh, but I, I just think that you know they they are at a point right now where they are trying to do with what they've got installed uh, they're having a hard time making adjustments because they don't have the whole playbook installed uh, and I think it's it's left them in a position where a lot where they're a lot like last year where they're they're probably pretty predictable because they don't they don't have a lot of different things to, to, to play right now. And they're using mm-hmm. a lot of varied and, and new techniques. And that's maybe making them less uh, effective than they have been previously. Do we have any faith that the secondary is ever going to figure it out? I mean, there's a chance that they get Chidabe Awuzie back in the next one or two weeks. Um, they do have Anthony Brown in the slot, who's not awful. Trevon Diggs, I thought played pretty well against DeAndre Hopkins yep. in, in last week. Um, is there any hope that the secondary can even become average or even just a tiny bit below average just to, to be competent? I, I mean, I think the talent will improve with Shidobi back. And, and, and I think that that will yeah. help so at least that you can play more cover one uh, and that sort of thing and, and, and feel confident about the talent of the people that you're putting out there. You know, obviously, I don't know that the – uh, lack of variety and coverage is going to get too much better. Like I said, maybe on, over the bye week they can install some more. They can at least fine tune some things, get some checks down, at least so they can you know know how to be competent when there's rub routes being run out of trips or you know what I'm saying. Like I just think that there, mm-hmm. there's some individual situations where there's they're, they're specifically struggling on that maybe they just need a little more focus on. So the hope is that maybe that that. That maybe that that happens at the bye week, but I think right now you're hoping for talent improvements, and maybe that'll help with coverage. Uh, but I don't know that that as far as schematic issues, I don't know that that stuff's going to get better this year. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, it's my favorite part of the show where we do our game predictions. Uh, I think we were both on Arizona last week. Uh, we both thought that was going to be a game in which Arizona scored 34 points. I think it was what we both predicted. Uh, we both had a little bit too much confidence in the Cowboys' defense. They gave up 38, so uh, not all that surprising. Well, not as uh, much not as much confidence as we did have the Cowboys' offense because I'm pretty sure I I definitely had them scoring more points than they did. So did I. Yeah, so did so. I. Uh, very disappointing. All right, give us uh, your your prediction here. Week seven NFC East matchup: Cowboys Washington. Uh, well, I'm going to pick Dallas, I think. I, I, I mean, really? I, oh, okay. Okay. Let's, I don't know. I mean, I, I, no, no confidence. <laughs> I just have I just have negative confidence in Washington. Uh, I mean, yeah, in Washington. And, and, and I, I, for a second, I thought Washington was the part of the, the team that got changed. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just think that this is a team that's struggling as well. 
Uh, they don't really have mm-hmm. anything that they can hang their hat on on offense. Um, they're struggling to run the football. They've got really bad uh, uh, issues trying to move people off the ball. They're struggling with the running back position. I think you know they they got rid of Adrian Peterson with the idea that that they were going to have uh, some some solid replacements of Peyton Barber and J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson. Gibson kind of took over the lead back role and he's having growing pains. I don't know that he transitioned quite as well from that position he played at Memphis the way that Tony Pollard did. I think I think he's he's struggling to see the 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 the, the lines a little bit when he's running the bit, football. Yeah. So they don't have a great running game. They've got a, a young quarterback who's still trying to figure out the position and, and is definitely not their – well, at least I don't think their quarterback of the future. Uh, I wouldn't no, even be no. surprised if he was, you know, was not the quarter, quarterback the entire game. Um, I, so I, I think you know what's left is Terry McLaurin, and I think the Cowboys have like two or three Terry McLaurins. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, think, I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys. In, but again, I think it's probably going to be one big play. Either way, and that's going to be the difference. So I'll pick them to win an ugly one, 21 to 10. Uh, okay, that's fair. Um, I want you to think really quickly, Layden. Is there a bigger positional group mismatch than what we're going to see on Sunday between the Cowboys' offensive line and Washington's front four in the entire league? If, like, if you could create one, is there one that's even close? Because... I think this is the worst offensive line in football considering all the injuries. This might be the best front four. That just seems like a recipe for disaster for the Cowboys, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about it, though, is, you know, with offensive line and defensive line mismatches, it, it, it's it, part of it can be mitigated by scheme and, and, and how they work together. But Some I, of I, it I, can, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to disagree, like, on a talent level. Yes, absolutely. I think that there is, this is the biggest mismatch in football right now. I think Dallas's defense is going to do an admirable job here. I think they're going to hold Washington to like 27 points, which that would be you know just a miracle if they could do that. Uh, I'm picking Washington 27, let's say 21. I do think this is going to be a close game. I expect it to be incredibly ugly. This is not going to be one of the games that's on NFL Films here in the near near future. So if you if you got the Sunday ticket and you're flipping through games, listen. It'll be all right if you don't watch this one. I promise nobody will judge you. So that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.